As a Forbes contributor and elite business coach, Curtis L. Jenkins is busy merging business and mindfulness. With decades of experience came the trademark, the Realization Framework Experience, and the vision for his latest book, Vision to Reality, Stop Working, Start Living. The new book helps those seeking career independence avoid the pitfalls of entrepreneurship and make their vision a reality. Stay tuned for this amazing conversation that we're having right here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Don't you move. We'll be right back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. We are here with another episode. You know, the goal of this show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we're going to be doing that today. So we know that all of our live, live platforms are sending out notifications, so shout out to all those that are listening in from Facebook, three different locations in Facebook, those that are listening in from LinkedIn, YouTube, you are always holding it down, Twitter, and then certainly those that listen later uh, to our talk radio show uh, on Blog Talk Radio and, and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. We can't leave you all out. We appreciate you. Actually, listen, we were checking our numbers um, earlier in the week for the um, podcast and the Blog Talk Radio. And we have a, a big listenership, certainly in the United States. But guess what's coming in second? Africa is coming in. Third was Bahamas. And then we also saw, which was interesting, China. So if you're listening from China, hello, hello. Uh, we're glad to have you. We knew we had listeners in Bahamas. Um, so we are glad to have all those that are that are chiming on in and coming on in. Certainly holding it down uh, over on YouTube. Hello, Kim and Deborah. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. My mom, listen, Betty Jean Stanley Mitchell is going to be here all the time in the audience with us. And so this segment is brought to you by my fourth book collaboration. We are super excited um, to announce the official release is September 22nd for Pearls. Uh, and this is such a great, I'm telling you, I'm so proud of this project. I joined forces with uh, 10 of my clients and we wrote this amazing book, Pearls. And so those of you that uh, had the pre-orders, your book is already in your hot little hands or it is uh, on its way to you uh, right now. So thank you for those that have uh, participated in our pre-order, but you can uh, get the official release. Uh, yes, this coming September 22nd. All right. So we are excited about today's show. While you are listening, tag, if you're listening live, live, tag a business friend, tag an entrepreneur, tag a small business owner and say, hey, this is a show. This is a segment that you need to check out. And if you're listening in the podcast, you can always share the link to the podcast with those that are in your network. And so uh, let me introduce my guest that is here uh, and waiting in the virtual studio to have this amazing conversation. And so 
Curtis L. Jenkins is an author, award-winning project management professional, keynote speaker, Forbes contributor, and more. Listen, he is an innovative business advisor who focuses on serving small to mid-sized businesses and companies. He specializes in enabling client growth, working directly with business owners uh, with direct coaching and also developing and leading their advisory boards. Curtis's approach is based on his trademark realization framework experience, which focuses on vision, operations, planning, execution, and accountability. And then guess what? Brand spanking new uh, book that is out, Vision to Reality, Stop Working and Start Living. That's the topic of today's segment. Uh, without further ado, put your virtual hands together coming up to the mic live here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Mr. Curtis Jenkins. Hello. Hi, Charvette. How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. I, right. I enjoy reading about all the great things that you're doing in this worldwide audience. So I'm excited to be here. Yes, we are. We are tickle pink to have you, as one of my aunties used to say, uh, from Millersville, Georgia. Uh, and so I'd love to have you share, uh, certainly over you know your career span, over 20 years plus with uh, project management, executive space, and all of that. How has project management or how does project management intersect with entrepreneurship? Uh, yeah, so project management really has roots in how you get things done in an organized and disciplined manner. And so uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my background in being a project manager uh, and growing to be a project management executive. One of the things I've always wanted to do was to grow my own business. And I wanted to work in corporate America to do to do that. But project managers don't grow to lead companies, not large companies. And so the only way I was going to be able to do that and also have the discipline uh, that I can share or evangelize the discipline is actually become a projectpreneur. And so that's the, the way that I want to look at running a company for myself. But then it was, well, how do you help others, Curtis? And so it started with uh, a number of my friends coming to me with their small business problems. And the biggest thing that I realized is they weren't organized. And project management discipline helps you to organize. And so that's where it started, where I started helping them to start clearing the fog on having an actual plan, uh, figuring out where you wanted to go, developing those plans, getting the people, the budgets, and, this, and everything associated with how you put things together, just like building a house yeah. and doing it in an orderly fashion with the right roles. And that's where the project management and the entrepreneurship came together. And then I just cultivated it more and more and more when I found for myself is that I am a project manager. I mean, I project manage my day. I project yeah. manage any project that I have at home. We all have done it through weddings or parties or things like that. So it's just ingrained in me. And I wanted to bring this skill to others that was going to help them with what they wanted to achieve. Ah, so well said, because oftentimes with entrepreneurship, um, people talk about all the hats, you know, that are that are worn in particular, if you're a solopreneur or kind of starting out before you have a team. So yeah. marketing is always mentioned. Accounting is always mentioned. Customer service. But project management is not mentioned. And you're That's so right. right. Like even we're always 
everyone is needs it and should be doing it. So that's right. Um, and so when did you find time with all the things that you're doing? When did you find time to say, OK, let me sit down and write a book uh, that would help people with this? So the, the first part, the first thing is this is my second book. So my first book is called The Only Job Search Book You'll Ever Need, Using the Four P's of Marketing to Rise Above Competition. And that started when I, I got laid off from my job in 2002. And I started to put an organized process, my project management, on how I was going to get the next job. But then how do I keep the, how do I keep the jobs? I don't look for jobs. Jobs look for me. And that's when I added the four P's of marketing to see myself as a product, to negotiate the right price, to position myself in the right place, and then promote myself or have others promote me. And that's what that book was about. So wonderful. I met with a group of people that was interested in me writing books, and they started asking me questions, and I thought I was writing the next career book. Ah. But when I started sharing the things that I was doing to help small businesses behave like big businesses... They said, that's your next book. So when I, I, I signed on with them and, you know, they helped me with structuring, putting it all together and telling a great story. And I didn't realize I had all this body of work and opportunities to help people. So now it's a collection of those things and I'm sharing it with everybody in the book. So oh, right. I had to find a time I, and, and full disclosure, I'm a planner, but I also I'm working as an executive full time. I was one year late behind my publisher's deadline, but I wanted to make sure it was right before I let it go. Uh, and it got done and it got done. And it is Never uh, stop. Never stop. <laughs> blessed in the world. Absolutely. Uh, I love that. Thank you for those that are uh, coming in. We see you from uh, LinkedIn making comments. Thank you for those that are here. And so your trademark framework, um, the realization uh, framework experience. Talk a little bit about that. So you're a marketing professional and imagine, you know, you're talking with me and you're saying, Curtis, how are you going to bridge the gap in people's minds on the things that they need to do? And I, I was thinking about smart goals and all the things that was there, right? All the, these old sayings. And I was told, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so I, I started thinking about, well, how do I do this and make it? A, an experience for the person that's going through the process, right? And so, and what am I trying to do? Uh, I've also trademarked vision, the art and science of vision to reality. So vision to reality is at the core of being a project manager, right? Yeah. Starts off in the mind, somebody has the audacity to do something, it becomes real. And so I just thought about how do I bridge that gap? And I said, I got it. The visualization framework experience. I put them all together mm. and then I put down the components of what I do to drive this experience. Uh, the five components are visualize, evaluate, calculate, clarify, and realize. And I can go further if you want me to explain more what they mean. Listen, I want to I want to actually touch on each one of them because okay. I saw on your website um, a, a comment um, and really around how everyone in your involved with your business or your organization has to visualize the same outcome. I, that was a, a, a quote I, I pulled up or a nugget I pulled up out of your out of your website. Can you talk about that that visualization, which is the first first component? Yep. Yeah. So so um, 
when I worked with small business owners and as a project manager, the first thing you want to understand is if people say, where, where are we going? Right. Yeah. So if, if you put your kids in the car, where are we going? And then are we there yet? Right. So you want to be able to share what this vision is because you can't get anything done without other people. Business is a team sport. So how do you get them on your side, excited about what the future holds? I mean, if you can do that and tie the work that needs to be done to the purpose of the person that's doing it, you can achieve some amazing things. So I first had to start with people understanding what's your vision? Mm. What are you trying to achieve? What gets you up at night? Where do you want to go and help me? Put a, put, help me see the picture of that so I can help you articulate it in a way that somebody will understand it and be excited about it. Yeah. And oftentimes, definitely in corporate America, people don't know where they plug into the overall vision. Like what is what I do? How does that impact the overall vision? So I, I think that that piece is so important. Touch a little bit on, on the other ones uh, as well. Sure. So To tell on what you said when people don't know what their involvement is, you hear this term called quiet quitting. Yes, that's all over TikTok and all over everywhere. (laughs) When I think about who's quiet quitting, it's people that don't see their role or have a purpose to the overall vision. So they have to see it somewhere. And whether they see it with you or see it with somebody else, People need to see that. People want direction. People want inspirational leadership. So the second part is evaluate. And this is evaluate the people, the people in your business ecosystem, not just your team members, your customers, your suppliers, your advisors, your family, people that that work with you on a day to day basis that feed things into your mind through their words and you feed them things. You need to understand are they with you or can can they or do they have the talent for the roles that you need to meet that vision? Ooh. So, yeah, now, let me stick a pen right there, because yeah. sometimes we want to. Well, I want to work with this person because of that or I want to yeah. hire this person because of that. But I think that is so key that do they have what you need? at this point in time, maybe yeah. you don't need that or they don't have the skill set. All right. Sometimes that's a difficult conversation for people to have, but I just wanted to stick a pin there. Yeah. Well, you should be thinking about that too, when it comes to friends, right? So I did a DeVry university commencement speech and basically the speech, the crux of the speech is you are who you spend time with. Yeah. So whether it's relationships, whether it's your business, people matter and you have to make sure you have the right people. If you're trying to go somewhere, and they're willing to go with you. So now let's talk about cash flow, right? 82% of small businesses fail because of cash flow issues. Yeah. And many times people say, well, all I need is a little bit more money or an injection of money, 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 money. And I like to ask this question, how much do you need? How do you know that how much you need? How much are you, when are you, when are you going to pay it back and how much are you willing to give up? Now it's like, whoa, uh, hey, right? I, look, I, I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> well, before you do anything, let's go through your numbers. Do you understand the numbers that uh, are with your industry? Is your gross profit margin in line with what you are trying to achieve and the industry? Um, 
are you measuring your costs, right? Your cost of goods sold. Get yourself a financial professional to help you understand your accounting, the balance sheet, the P&L statement, yes. income statements, and then look at forecasting. How are you forecasting? And one of the exercises that I do when I'm working directly with a client is, let's look at the next two weeks, money coming in and money going out. And usually when I first start, it's a mess. Yeah. And you can't tell whether you're making a profit or not. And some companies are lucky. They make money despite themselves. But when they hit a crisis, they don't know what to do. Mm, like the pandemic, right? Like the pandemic. Uh, even some of the big companies that we were surprised, uh, you know, little companies certainly had impacts with some of the big companies that people were surprised by. So evidently there was a prior cash flow issue already kind of brewing. That's right. So component number four is clarify. Clarify with a clear plan. So with your people, give them the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly activities that relate to them. You have those same things. All of these things that you're looking to do, the goals and objectives as it relates to that vision, the people and their roles, tying out the, the budget and the dollars associated with it. But also, I like to do a risk analysis. So what if another panic pandemic comes up? How are you going to behave? Yeah. I like to look at all the outside forces that you can't control. I mean, inflation is crushing everybody. Supply chain issues are crushing everybody. So can you plan around these events if they actually happen? Are you putting reserves for that rainy day? What are you doing to operate your business so that your business don't doesn't go under when an event that you can't control hits you? And that's one of the major parts of the planning that I do, in addition to regular sort of project management planning, right? You yeah. got to do some risk planning. Wow. Powerful, powerful. I'm seeing a, a comment, uh, Kamisha, who, who uh, event planning space and, and planning parties. That's good talking. That's good talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you if you just popped in, uh, welcome. Uh, we are here chatting with Curtis L. Jenkins. You can see information there on the screen. Curtis, while they're listening, how can they pick up a copy of your book and also follow you and connect on social media? Sure. So you can work with me or get a copy of my book by going to my website, www.cljassoc.com. My primary professional uh, connection is LinkedIn, Curtis L. Jenkins. Uh, you can socialize with me on Instagram and at Facebook at the Curtis Jenkins. And you can pick up a copy of my book on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, or anywhere books are sold. All right. There you have. And if you're listening to the podcast, just look down below in the show notes uh, and we have links uh, for you available there for Curtis, his website and social media. So all the information is right, right there. And so um, as we talk about continuing talking about this topic, vision to reality, stop working, start living. Um, I love how you say many entrepreneurs believe that to grow their businesses, they must work harder and harder. But you're telling us to stop working. So help us make this make sense. Right. So there's the last component that I didn't mention, and that's realize. Mm -hmm. Right. And these things will help you not work so hard. So we talked about the other components, but realize has two areas. The first one is metrics. How are you measuring your progress? 
And are those measure, measurements telling you a story so that you can preempt the issues versus running behind and trying to put out the fires? So stop working is about stop being a firefighter. You're going to work, but if you put the right systems in place, you're going to be comfortable that you have an ecosystem that's driving and thriving within your business. But if all you do is try to live from payroll to payroll, running around because you don't have any way to understand and read the health of your business, then you're going to just scramble. And then the second mm. part, the second part, small business owners don't have what big business uh, corporations have, right. and that's a board of directors. And so the CEO of a board of directors is still accountable to someone. And look, they can't just willy nilly make these decisions and try to do everything themselves and wear a hat, uh, all hats. They have to wear one specific hat with other hats with them and be open enough to allow people that's been there and done that to help them along. And that's why I help small businesses build advisory boards. And you, I see more and more of these coming up and I, and I love it. And I even have my own personal advisory board that helps me, not just in my business life, but in my personal life. And, and I just think accountability is a big thing that we have to open ourselves up to. And if you do all those things, you will be successful and you won't work so hard trying to live payroll to payroll. And you'll start living. All right. And I love that um, that firefighter putting out fires like if yeah. you're, that's a signal. You know, your business is telling you something if that's where the mode that you're always in. Well, I'm seeing some great comments, Pat, uh, from New York. Yes, I'm ready for cash to flow because right now it's dripping in. All right. <laughs> All right. There. Listen, our businesses are always telling us something uh, here. So let me just uh, share real quick so you all know what the book looks like. Uh, and again, you can, you'll be able to, to get to this information, uh, show notes on charvet.com, or you can see um, our link that's uh, linked in um, on our website and in the show notes. So there you go. So you know what you're looking for uh, when you're checking out, checking out the book here. And so the living, um, start living, and you just really kind of really answer that. Cause once you get all the other things in place, then the living really starts. And who would have thought this all kind of spun from project management, like really the foundation of it, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, eating a, eating an elephant one bite at a time, you know, organizing yourself. It looks daunting in the beginning, but if you organize how you're going to do it, how much time it's going to take, and you just one bite at a time, as Desmond Tutu says, then you start to see it. Or if you just take a walk on a beach, you ever, this ever happened to you, you take a walk on the beach, and you see how far it is, and you're like, I'm not walking that far, but you just walk because you, yeah. you're just in it, right? Well, when you just put these systems and habits in, you're just in it. Then you turn around and go, oh, my God, I got this far? Uh-huh. So you create these habits and these systems, and that's what I, I focus on so that you're not you're, – you're spending your time on the right things and not just putting out fires. And, oh, by the way, when you put out fires, you start to think – Nobody can do this like me. I'd rather just do it myself than delegate. Well, you're not living, right? Yeah, your wife wants yeah. you to come home. Your baby or your wife or husband, your baby that you just had is not going to get any time. You want it to be a pillar in the community, but you don't have time to make the meetings or, or spend time. So if you can organize yourself and organize your team within this framework, you'll start to have a life. 
start to have a life. And so for the listener who's saying, um, I don't have a team yet. It's just me, but I'm, you know, I'm out here doing what I'm, what I can do. What's the, where's the first place that you would tell them to focus? That's so great question. I typically don't work with the solopreneur unless I can see that where they are and where they're trying to go is going to involve some growth and growing a team. And so you really have to think about first things first and work on the thing that matters the most. So there's this book called The One Thing, right? And how I organize my day is things that I learned from a, a book. What's the one thing or several books? What's the one thing that you can do today that makes everything else obsolete, right? So mm-hmm. as you're as you're a solopreneur, you got all these different things and I, and I, I hear it all. I need mm-hmm. a business plan. I need a marketing plan. No, you need sales. You need money mm-hmm. coming in. The fastest path to cash, whatever the actions are that creates the fastest path to cash, just do that. Because once you start generating cash, then you can pay for resources. Then you can outsource things like marketing. Then you can update that business plan to help you get more money. So focus on the fastest path to cash and have a strong sense of urgency. If you plan to do something in a year, make it three months. If you plan to do something in three months, make it two weeks. Get yourself in the mindset to to just drop out all the extra stuff that doesn't matter so you can collect cash. Fantastic, fantastic. I had a conversation, a consultation with someone yesterday and they named all the kind of things that they were doing, what they want to do. It was kind of a list of things. And, and after they explained all the things they were doing and that they wanted to do, uh, my question to them was, what is generating revenue? There you go. Let's focus on that. Let's focus yeah. on that. Pat says she loves that book that you referenced as well. Uh, Cookie from New York. Wow, this is good. This is good. Isn't it good? Isn't it good? One more time. Um, how can they connect with you, uh, follow you, all of those good things? I'm going to say you can work with me and find out about my book and everything about me. Go to my website, www.cljassoc.com. Uh, I talked about LinkedIn being my primary business connection. So Curtis L. Jenkins, you can socialize with me on Instagram and Facebook at the Curtis Jenkins. And you can find the book at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com or anywhere books are sold. And there you have it again, just so you can remember what it looks like. There is a copy of the book. And we have also tagged in all of those locations. So if you're saying, wait a minute, I didn't catch it. If you're following us, uh, we have tagged LinkedIn. We've tagged on Facebook. We have tagged also on uh, Instagram. So those are great connection points. Final question for you as we wrap up today. The goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Uh, I'm motivated by the fact that uh, I'm a giver. Yeah. And just... You know, I I, le- I figured this out a long time ago about who I am. And so I'm also, you know, in the third quarter of my life going to the fourth quarter of my life. I'm thinking yeah. about that retirement. So there's success, but I'm trying to be more significant. And mm. I'm trying to leave this world something uh, that is significant, that makes a difference. And because 47% of the private workforce work for small businesses, which represent 
99% of all the businesses in the U.S., if you want to make an impact, help a small business. So that motivates me. That's what gets me out of bed. That's what makes me uh, give almost to a fault, right? So, yeah. um, but that that that's what motivates me. I want to be more significant. I want to leave a mark on this world by helping other people achieve their visions. Ah, that is amazing significance not more likes not more followers not more bigger stages of some of the things that we aspire to but what what is the significance that we are leaving um, that small business owner that can feed their family that's impact yes that's impact well thank you so much for being here we'll keep our eye out on you and we wish you much more continued success thank you so much for having me i, I had a lot of fun talking with you Awesome. Likewise, likewise. All right. Wonderful. Oh, again, if if you just popped in or if you're like, man, I was here and I I just, I didn't hear it all. Listen, you can go to Charvette.com, our main website, and check out his full bio, links to everything that were mentioned and the replay uh, to the show. Or if you're a podcast listener, you know where you hang out at and you have all the information down below in the show notes. Thank you, Kamisha. She said, awesome. Blessings to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my sister, Kim, hanging out over on YouTube. Uh, Again, this segment was brought to you by our uh, fourth book collaboration, Pearls, uh, that is officially releasing uh, on September 22nd. Here's a little bit about it, and we'll be back to wrap up the show. The book collaboration, Pearls, is a collection of advice and guidance for women who want to excel in various areas of their life, career, and business. In this engaging combination of intimate stories, thought-provoking guidance, strategic advice, and practical tips, 11 emerging leaders share pearls of wisdom. By the time you finish reading pearls, you'll walk away with a collection of invisible pearl necklaces that will make you feel empowered. You will have a renewed sense of direction and confidence to face what's next for you. Order your copy of Pearls today. All right. And you can do that right at Charvette.com. And again, all national distribution uh, will be available September 22nd. Thank you for being here with us on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. All of our upcoming guests or any past shows, you can just go to Charvette.com. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio listeners and all of our podcast listeners. We appreciate you every single, single week. Uh, And as always, a great show, a great show, great information. Uh, We appreciate all of you that are here. And we know that you heard something uh, that is going to shift and uh, move you and your thinking in another direction. And really, that's what it's all about. So until we see you later in these internet streets, bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.